it's your girl Brittany, and welcome to the Anchor Playlist, where we encourage, strengthen, and challenge believers to be anchored in the Lord through a playlist of biblical lessons. And today's tap is unfoolishness. And this lesson is actually a continuum of the previous one, because we learned that in our last lesson that foolishness is a conscious decision to disobey God. And Foolishness is a reflection of our heart and how we feel, and it actually derives from pride. And that just means that we think our opinion or our way is better than God's. We think that our plan for our life is superior to God's because we don't trust him. And we also learn that a fool thinks his ways are right in his eyes. But of course, we think our ways are right in our eyes because we came up with them. But if we wanted to gain wisdom, how can we do it? And the number one place you should always look is in the Bible. And we get that answer in the second part of Proverbs chapter 12, verse 15. The first part says that a fool thinks his ways is right in his own eyes. But the part we're going to focus on today says a wise man listens to advice. And another word for advice is guidance. So being wise means that we listen to guidance. Did you know that God is always talking to you? He's always giving guidance, but we miss it because we're not listening. The word of God is filled with guidance in every area of your life. You can open the book and find a scripture that speaks to you in your situation. You can get wise counsel from God from reading his word. So when you find yourself in a predicament when you feel like you're defeated or your back is against the wall, or when you feel like you've been counted out, or when you feel like you're persecuted or attacked, God is speaking and he's giving you advice or wise counsel. And a wise man listens to wise counsel. So let's look at the word of God when he gives us advice for when we feel defeated or we feel like we're persecuted. In Romans chapter 8, verses 31 through 39, it says, What then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? It is God who justifies. Who then is the one who condemns? No one. Christ Jesus who died, more than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of the Father and is also interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, nor height nor depth, or anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God. That is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. So if you feel like your back is against the wall, Know that God said that nothing can separate you from his love. He said that you're more than a conqueror. So there's no obstacle that you'll face that you won't be able to handle. And you're not by yourself because Jesus is interceding at the right hand of the father just for you. 
He's interceding or praying on your behalf. Nothing will separate you from the love of God. No hardship, no persecution you will ever face. No danger will separate you from his divine protection. That's his advice to you. That's his advice to you so you will not give up. That's his advice to you so you will continue to press on. But he doesn't stop there. He continues giving us advice for when we feel forsaken or when we feel like we're alone and that there's nobody that we can turn to. He's speaking to us and giving us guidance where he says, so do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. So he's telling you not to be fearful. He's telling you not to be dismayed or to be worried. He tells you that he will strengthen you and he will uphold you. The great I am is telling you that he'll be by your side. He's with you. He's your God. He's going to help you. He's going to uphold you. This advice carries so much more weight when you know who it comes from. Everything that we're talking about lands on having a relationship with him. You will not believe the advice that he's given you. You won't honor it if you don't honor him. Get to know him. And when you do get to know him, you'll realize that he also gives advice on the purpose that he has in your life. I know many of us have wondered why we're here on this earth or what role we play in the grand scheme of things. We've probably doubted that we even have a purpose. But he tells us in Jeremiah 29, Verse 11, that he has a plans for us. He has plans to prosper us, plans to give us hope and a future. And personally, I can attest that this scripture is true. There was a time in my life where I thought that I didn't have a purpose and I didn't have hope. And I didn't see a reason for continuing to live this life that I've been given. So I tried to end it. But the grace of God stepped in. And showed me that I had purpose and I never looked back. And as a result, I kept trusting him. I kept walking with him. I got to know him a little bit more. And I walked right into my purpose. And the purpose that I found those many years ago has evolved. Our purpose is ever evolving. You may think that the season you're in right now is bleak. But if you keep following him, you'll find that purpose. If you keep listening to his guidance, he will lead you right to it. I followed him and I listened. And that was the wisest decision that I ever made because it changed my life. It changed my life to know that someone's always there and that he's always listening. And one of my favorite scriptures is Jeremiah chapter 29 verses 12 through 14. Because if I ever feel like God's not listening to me because my circumstance isn't changing, I'm reminded of the fact that he says, you will call on me and come to me and pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I will be found by you. That's what he says. So if you're seeking the Lord, know that he's listening. When you pray to him with your whole heart, know that he hears you. Or in James chapter four, verses eight, he tells you the same thing again. He says that when you draw near to him, he draws near to you. Isn't it reassuring to know that he's there? I know you felt like you've prayed and he wasn't listening. 
And you probably felt like that because your situation didn't change immediately. But he already brought comfort in his word. He'll keep you in perfect peace if you keep your mind stayed on him. But a wise man listens. A wise man listens to advice and guidance. But are we listening? Are we accepting the wise counsel? A foolish man thinks that his ways are right in his eyes. But let me tell you something. We have to speak against the negative thoughts that take up space in our minds. Because it's a tactic that the enemy uses to make us doubt and to make us fear and make us feel defeated. But a wise man listens to advice or wise counsel. Is it wise to listen to your adversary or your creator? And you can tell a difference in your emotions or your disposition when you listen to both voices. When you listen to the enemy, I know you feel anxious. I know you feel less than. I know you feel defeated. I know you feel crushed and overwhelmed. If you don't feel it in the moment, you'll feel it later on. But when you listen and trust the voice of God, I promise you that you'll feel peace. You will feel joy and you'll be fortified. And this response is only available to those who trust him. And that's why we have to be committed to growing in Christ. Each level or season will always require more trust. It will always require more faith. And honestly, sometimes it's easy for us to let go and trust him. And sometimes it's not. But we know that we can because he'll never change. That's what makes it easy to trust him because he's faithful. Even when we aren't, he's faithful because he can't deny himself. He can't deny that faithful characteristic of his. And if you don't know who he is, I want to offer Christ to you. A wise man listens to advice and accepts wise counsel. In his word, he's giving you guidance on the will he has for your life. And a part of that will is being saved and accepting salvation. He says in his word that he wouldn't have that any man would perish, but that we will all have everlasting or eternal life. So that means that he's waiting on you to come to him. He's willing to accept you. He's giving you guidance on the will that he has for your life. And to be saved, you have to admit that you are a sinner, believe that he died and rose for your sins, and confess that Jesus is Lord. And if you want to be saved, repeat this prayer after me. Lord, I know that I'm a sinner, and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe that you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I want to turn from my sins and invite you to come into my heart and my life. I want to trust you as my Lord and Savior. Change me. Save me. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed this prayer of salvation, you are saved and your life has been changed forever. But as you continue living, live a life that is rooted and built upon him. And you'll be strengthened in the faith that you were taught and you will overflow with thankfulness. That will keep you anchored in the word of God. That will keep you anchored in this life that you're living. But remember... What good is an anchor if you don't use it? Tap in.